What's up, everybody? It's the North Shore Nine Post Game Show coming at you after the Pirates get a dub, four to one. Rowanzi Contreras with the victory. I'm Tyler. That's Connor on the other end. Yeah, of I'm on with Connor. What's going on? Uh, a lot better after a Pirates win. Agreed. Agreed. Let's just let's get right into it. You know what? I'm going to start here with the hitters because I feel like we want to talk about the pitching today a little more. Right. Um, Pirates somehow scrapped together four runs with, I think they have five hits today. Brian Reynolds had three of them. Dude, he's, <laughs> he's so him. It is, I mean, is there like, is there anything other than like, what else is there to say? You know what? I, I say this slightly tongue in cheek, but is Brian Reynolds pricing himself out of Pittsburgh in the first five games? I, I I say that jokingly, but man, he is hot right now. Um, I think he hit of the three home runs he hit this series. I think they went a combined ten feet over the wall. Yeah. So a uh, couple uh, bleeders that made it over somehow. To be to be fair, Fenway Park is is it pretty is. deep to right. It is. Um, Brian Reynolds is just out of his mind right now. Um, Bay also, with a two-run shot. Yep. Also, next, next up, G1 Bay. The other big Pirates run came from a home. His first career home run. Um, what do you like? Do you like G1 Bay? Where are we at with him? I'm I'm not at the stage where I'm I'm ready to say I'm I'm higher on him than I am at Castro at this point. Especially because like we were we talked a little bit about this last night, but like with Castro not really getting an everyday role, how's he going to get the at-bats to find that consistency? Like yeah. how is, especially as a switch hitter where he needs reps from both sides. I, I mean, I, I mean, I, I bring this up kind of like half-heartedly. Uh, maybe that, maybe not that's the word, but like I'm intrigued by the idea of him just abandoning switch hitting because I don't know how he can get the reps in from both sides. Like when he's, like not getting regular playing time. Yeah, I I think the Pirates have been pretty abundantly clear about who they prefer right now, and it seems to be Jiwon Bay. Um, we saw on opening day what he can do, and I really I really do like Jiwon Bay as a baseball player. I like what he brings. Um, if he's the guy that we've hated the Pirates playing against for a very long time. Just that slap hitter with speed that just drives you crazy. And he just wreaks havoc on the bases. Um, he does have a little bit of pop. We saw it in the minors. There's some flashes in there. I think the profile does play well enough to be a pretty good major, or not pretty good, but just be a contributing major leaguer. So 
I like what I've seen out <laughs> him for the most part to this point in the season. Um, I like what that the Pirates are letting him get some run out there in center field. He's certainly more fundamentally sound than Castro. Yeah. Oh, I don't. I don't think that's a question. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Castro was. I mean, he, he's a mini cruise, but obviously not as athletically gifted. Right. Uh, but Juwan Bay homers today. Brian Reynolds with a three-hit game, and Tyler Heineman, I believe, collected the other Pirates hit and a stolen base. An important stolen yes. base because I've... that was because the B-Ray double drove him in. Yeah. Um, that... Oh, we didn't even mention Brian Reynolds also doubled in this game. Yeah, he did. And drove Brian... in Heineman because, <laughs> of mean... course, he did. The dude's just playing out of his mind right now. Um, On to the bad part of today's lineup. I got to see some more out of Kane and Smith and Jigba. A golden sombrero today. I love the approach he has. Um, he's just not pulling the ball. He he was able to do it in the spring. We saw him lift the baseball. He's just not doing it. And today was just, it, a, it capped off what's been a rough couple uh, starts for Kanan. Has it? I think it hasn't been good. He had a double. Has it though? It hasn't been good. He had the double. And I think he had to hit on opening day, like a hit on opening day. Truthfully, this entire lineup's not really hitting. Yeah, it's pretty much just Reynolds. If you go down and like and like the other like player of the night that, that randomly gets a hit. Obviously, we're five games in, so like it's going to fluctuate. But you look at the lineup; it's just sub two hundred all the way down. Yeah, Cruz has been Cruz has been missing missing a lot of pitches like out over the plate, mm -hmm. which I mean obviously isn't good. <laughs> um, but yeah, he he just been missing a lot of pitches out over the plate the last couple of games. Yeah, he he hasn't been like we haven't seen like the wild chases that we used mm -hmm. to see out of him, which is good to can which is like encouraging that we are continuing to see that out of him, and it's not just like. Oh, okay, he he walked twice in a game, you know. Whoopee, mm. maybe he's not patient. But no, I mean we're we're continuing to see the patience out of him. There is there was one take in particular today. I think it was a breaking pitch, uh, middle down that he took that I was rather impressed by. That like when he first got called up last year, that would have that would have got him swinging. Yeah, yeah, I think we've seen a better approach from O'Neill to this point. Um, but like you said, to go back to the him missing balls that are very, very hittable, he's not missing them by much. I don't think we, I think that foul out that he had in the eighth inning was 104 miles an hour. It went about a mile in the sky. Yeah. Uh, right. He's not far off. And if he's able to find a few more barrels here, it's, it's going to be He'll a be lot fine. more fun. He'll be fine. Yeah. Not basically. too concerned about him. We're when we're talking about that, we're talking about literally an eighth of an inch difference in right. where he's hitting the baseball. So I'm not concerned about Cruz. You're not concerned about Cruz. I probably feel better about Cruz as good as I can about Cruz right now. Right. Because 
he very easily could look like Jack Sawinski right now. It, yeah. So all things considered, I'm fine with him. Lastly, to touch on the hitters, where are you at with Cabrian Hayes? He's rolling over on a lot of pitches. We're, it feels like I'm not ready to say we got tricked by the spring because, I mean, he was pulling the ball in spring. It's just he's not doing it now, and I don't know why. I, I Even in spring, I, I had some mechanical misgivings with his swing. I didn't, I, I've never liked the one-hand finish. I think he should finish with two hands. Um, two good swings tonight. I mean, yeah, but he's still going the other way, which is not what he did in spring and not what gave him success in spring. Yeah, he, he's back to the point where I know we hammer launch angle, launch angle, launch angle about Cabrian Hayes. To me, it's all about the approach angle, and he is just letting the ball get so deep on him. Right. That's fine. That's like the last thing for great hitters to accomplish. Unfortunately, Cabrian Hayes accomplished that first, and he has no idea how to pull a baseball. So everything that he sees is getting way too deep on him, and we saw it last year. We saw it the year before. He struggles because teams are able to hit him middle in, and he can't get the hands in and extend on anything. And it's I'm, going to be an issue until he changes that approach angle and is able to turn on some of those pitches that are middle in. Yeah. I'm with you. I was tricked all spring. I, I mean, we watched the last week or two of spray. He was pulling the ball everywhere. Then all of a sudden he was meeting like, the ball out in front. Like, yeah, like he should, like he needs to. Then we got, to, then we get to that first game of the year and all of a sudden the ball is traveling deep in the right deep on him again. And he, we're back to square one. G man, Troy and Santana, like I, I know I'm changing the subject a little bit here, but G-Man Troy and Santana are just like the two unluckiest stretches from two different players <laughs> right now. Right. They've both hit, they both like kind of scalded the ball right at people, R right at the first baseman in particular. Um, his, yeah, Keith Ke Ryan's approach seemingly changed once the season started. It, it is weird. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Sent, I don't know how that um the the fly ball to right that Santana hit didn't go out. So I'm gonna be honest, I was probably mowing the yard at that point because my grass was getting high and I was in a rush and both my neighbors did it. Yeah, I'm turning this into a story about myself. Both my neighbors mowed the yard. I looked like the idiot neighbor. I had to run out there and get it done. Yeah. So I probably missed that. Um I thought it was crushed. The ball just wasn't carrying to out to right tonight at all. But yeah, about Santana being seemingly unlucky to this point, he really has been, man. I think he's put together good at bats. It's just he has, yeah. We're not seeing it fall right now. Then in regard to Choi, that's probably a song for another time. I don't really know what the plan is there. He's just like an awkward odd man out at this point. I don't know that he's the odd man out because he has been historically, at least recently, better than Santana. Yeah. Because you could make that argument for either one of them. 
Yeah. Just based upon the way the Pirates are treating the situation, it seems like Choi's the oddball of this group. We'll see. Yeah, things are going to change. I mean, like I said, because yeah. I mean, like we 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 hark upon this on and on. This team is going to look drastically different by August. I mean, how how much time do we spend talking about the opening day rotation and then J- JT Brubaker goes down? And right, none, not, of, none of this matters. Down. I mean, we talk about this kind of stuff like it has any sort of finality mm-hmm. when it when in the reality it, it doesn't, and especially for for us, it's. I mean, it really is fluid. I mean, yeah, but. We do a podcast, so we have to yeah, talk right. about it ad nauseum. All right, let's talk about the fun stuff. Dude. It was Ron, Rowanzi Day. Row Ro wasn't missing much bats, but he had a really good start. He was hitting his spots. He was inducing soft contact, and all of the hard contact was right at people or on the ground. Yeah, lots of ground balls of that. He probably finished nine or ten grounders. Um, I think he only had two or three fly balls given up today. Uh, he goes five and two thirds, should have went six. Cruz makes an error. Um, gives up one run. It was, and it all... wasn't even a bad run. I mean, it, it it was just like I forget how it. Uh, let me forget exactly. I do it, and it went out my brain. Yeah, me too. Uh, Yoshida grounds out to shallow infield. Yeah, he okay. So he put runners on first and third, and then Yoshida grounded out, and then the run scored. He he grounded out to Santana, and the run scored. Yeah, so I like you mentioned, we didn't see the swing and miss stuff out of Ruanzi today. We just saw some of the best location I think we've seen from him right. as a pirate. The way he was able to locate the curveball, the slider. Even locate the fastball. We've seen him really look like he's just playing off of the electricity of his stuff before. Tonight, he he really honed it in. Heineman to the, could move to either side of the plate, and Contreras was going to be able to hit it. Right. He was locked in today. Yeah. I mean, he was hitting his spots. Um, I think he finished with two strikeouts, only one walk. Which, which I mean is is really good to see. You do you love to see getting those walks in check? Yeah. Then yeah. while you have it up, what did he finish with? Nine, ten ground balls. I think two thirds of his pitches were strikes today. Bucko Mike mentions in the chat, seventy eight pitches really just comes back to how efficient he was. Uh, it's not listing the ground balls. Well, I'm... but he but he finished his his line was five point two, three hits, one earned, two strikeouts, one walk. Yeah, and easily should have been. Yeah, six it should have been six. should have been a full six. Um, I I really did like the decision by Shelton to let him face the lefty there. Uh, I wanted to see him be able to get that six, especially the way the bullpen's been used recently. Nobody able to get. That's that's the thing. If if Keller has another bad start tomorrow, like who's coming out of the pen? Dwayne Underwood (laughs) Jr. Are we are we gonna see another Dwayne Underwood Jr. multi inning relief appearance? I I guess I guess Underwood and Crow maybe are available. Zestrizny is available. 
but Holderman and, and Bed, like that's who I'm most worried mm-hmm. about is who's going to close out the back half of that game. And it's, it's not going to be Holderman or Bednar. Well, let's be honest here. The Pirates just won two in a row. What are the odds they're going to win three in a row? Right. Well, I mean, just getting the innings out of the bullpen is going to be kind of questionable. I, hey, you can't worry about tomorrow when you don't win many games. Win today right. and let's worry about tomorrow tomorrow. Just uh, wrap up Contreras here. Just really happy with the efficiency out of him. Um, I think the swing of his stuff will come. Right. It'll, the, it'll come. And it does seem like the Pirates are kind of going old Ray Searage-esque on us and three pitches or less just all the way down. Except for Rich Hill. He does what he wants. Right. <laughs> So far, I mean, I've been a fan of the philosophy. Um, pitching hasn't been bad by any stretch, I don't think, to this point. The bullpen's given us some heart attacks, but, I mean, oh, results-wise, yeah. they've been good. Moretta came in in relief of uh, Rowanzi. Doesn't it feel like every Moretta at, like, batter face goes to a full count? Yeah, that's... The way I would describe I... him is effectively wild. In my opinion, it's just that he's not very good. <laughs> yeah. So I hesitate to say that because I know some people are, are very high on him. But um, I I kind of echo that sentiment that this is kind of a insanity run from him where he's just getting away with like missing like all of his spots. And I and I do genuinely mean all of them. Yeah, let's just talk about that real quick. He comes in a relief of Contreras. Um, gets Adam Duvall. I think runners on first and third, two outs. Takes it to a full count, of course, as you mentioned. And he hangs one of the ugliest pitches I think I've ever seen at the top of the zone. And Duvall just freezes. I don't know if it was a changeup, a slider, but it didn't move. And it was about 82 miles an hour at the top of the zone that Duvall should have sent to Mars. Yeah, no, that was that was the the situation where I was like, all right, we're going to the bullpen's finally going to blow a game, right? Yeah. Like some some guy that I had really very little knowledge of before he was with us who's been good so far in a limited sample size and has been wild and I'm like, okay, we're going to blow this. And he didn't. <laughs> but it should have. <laughs> yeah, that Mike Buckham, Mike in the comments said it looked like a slider. I mean, it had the speed of a slider. It didn't slide like one. It was ugly. It hung there. Adam Duvall should have sent that to the moon, but he must have been thinking fastball and just got froze. Thankfully, that was when I thought, please don't send them out for another inning. And they did. And they did. And he actually didn't look bad in the second inning. Yeah, no, he didn't. He's, I mean, he's a fine, like, sixth guy in the pen. But the problem is we have a lot of sixth guys yeah. in the pen. Yep. Quite a few of them. Yeah. I think it was Holderman came in after that. No, they went Jose Hernandez after oh, that. Oh, right, because they, they, went, they went Jose Hernandez in relief of Moretta, who, right. didn't, who didn't complete the seventh. Right. And I think I'm kind of at the point here where I'd like to see a little more Hernandez over Zastrinsky. 
Is this Strizny? Okay. Yeah, I'm z, z, him. Him. Z. <laughs> z. Those are a lot of Z's in that name. Yeah. Two is way too many. But yeah, I'm at the point where I'd, I'd rather see Hernandez over him. Yeah, I'd like to see them working in working him in a little more just to like get him a better idea of what he is. I mean, if he if he sucks and you want to keep him, you can go back to just hiding him there in the back of their pen. But at least their usage of him so far, um, this isn't like a Luis Oviedo situation yeah. where it was just like he didn't get any like playing time at all. He he never came into games and he was just like a wasted spot in that bullpen. They do seem intent on using him, but I would like to see them use him a little more. Yeah, it definitely does seem like they're hiding them right now, but are, is it really worth it to hide him over a guy like Zestrizny? There we go. Got it. Nailed it. Yep. Yep. Nailed that one. No, I'm, I'd rather see Hernandez at this point. Yeah, I like so would I. The command's been good to this point. Granted, it's been some low leverage situations. He, he piques the interest a little bit. And it was kind of a big spot for them to to put him in tonight. This was like the first kind of like, okay, this is serious situation we've seen him in. And he, he did well. He he got a couple calls. I will yeah. say that. <laughs> they were they were not good calls. I think they were great calls. We'll t yeah, well, we'll take them. We'll take them, right? I will take it every day. You were talking about the bullpen um, feeling like it's about time to implode. Right now, I feel like that every single time Colin Holderman takes the mound. I'm just waiting on it to go poorly. I don't know what it is. Just a gut feeling, yeah. He just does not look sharp on the mound at this point to me. I don't think he's I don't think he's looked bad, but I don't think we've seen him at his best. I hope not, because if this is his best. Yeah. They need, new, they need a new eighth inning man soon. Yeah. Um, I was I was kind of surprised Yeri didn't make the team over somebody. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Um Holderman though today. Bailed out by Jiwan Bay with Honestly, an incredible catch. Yeah, no, playing, especially for the first time he's he's been in Fenway Park. Like, it, it's it's a learning adjustment, even for, like, multiple years in for Red Sox players. you got to learn how to play off the wall. And he played it beautifully. Yeah, that's not a play that a center fielder usually has to make, climbing a giant wall. Right. Really, Holderman's kind of been bailed out by some very fine defensive plays. There was a lot of fine defensive plays tonight. Were. Yeah. Uh, Hayes made one. Cruz made one. Although, to go with the Cruz error. Yeah. Um, G1 Bay made one. G1 Bay made a couple, actually. There was a play at second that he yeah. made that was also really good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He's. I think it was ranging to his, his left going up the middle that he... Um, yeah, it was going up the middle. He, was it on Verdugo? Uh, I can't remember who it was. But, yeah, he made a play on his knees. <laughs> Jim says, what's harder to play, the monster, the hill that Houston used to have? <laughs> I would say the hill. 
I would I would say the hill, but I, I feel like you have to play off the monster more often than you had to play off the hill. So it kind of evens just, up. Yeah, the hill was just stupid. Well, um, what do they call that? Towels Hill? I have no idea. I'm glad it's gone. Whatever, Jim. Um, shut up, Jim. Jim's mad that they took the hill away. Shut up, Jim. Anyhow. Caller Colin Caller Holderman. Good lord, I can't speak tonight. Colin Holderman gets through the eighth. And then they go to Bednar. Santana makes an error. Bednar shuts it down. Bednar do, Bednar looks fine again. Not too worried about him. Yeah, he's looked really good. Really efficient tonight. Yeah. Should should have been an easier uh inning, but he's really just looked good the whole time. I had some concerns about him. They're all gone. I'm not worried about Especially coming off like the back issue. Yeah. And I think we saw the velo down a little bit in spring. Um, He's he's making it look easy again. Right. He's the guy that we've always expected him to be, basically. Yeah. yeah. No concerns about him. He is the one part of the bullpen where I can actually get up, start setting up the postgame show, and not worry about. Right. Right. It, it was, it's weird. We had like a really weird game last night and then tonight was just like perfectly normal. <laughs> yeah. A little bit lengthy though. Felt like it ran a little long compared to maybe the, it's just that these games are so weird right now. Like the, what was it? Saturday game goes two hours, 17 minutes. Like it was nothing. This one, I looked down, it was like nine 30. I'm like, come on. I'm getting spoiled. Yeah, I, I mean, the Red Sox have played like a, their their game averages have been like their game time averaging. Their game time has been averaging quite a bit longer than the rest of the league to this point. So I don't know what it is. Maybe it's just Fenway. Maybe it's just the Red Sox. I, it's, it's probably just the Red Sox. It's weird that two hours and 36 minutes feels long. It felt long to me, damn it. Maybe it was that the Pirates just didn't get any hits. Yeah, no, there wasn't a whole lot of action to talk about in this game. Yeah, like I mentioned earlier, I think they have five hits. Um, but before we get out of here, anything else you want to mention from today's game? Uh, nothing that comes to mind. Yeah. Game five is in the books. Pirates are three and two now, I believe. Above 500, go ahead and get ready to cash all those over tickets you got. Oh, I already cashed my over tickets. Easy money. Easy. I think I cashed it when they were at like 66. Easy money. Easy. I mean, you might as well take like where whatever the odds are for the World Series, go ahead and take them now. <laughs> okay, maybe not that far. <laughs> Everything's fine. All right. Pirates are back at it tomorrow. I think 135 start. Sounds about right. Uh yes, 130. Um, couldn't tell you it was on the hill off the top of my Keller. head. Is it Keller Day? Okay. Mitch Keller on the mound. Looking um, to bounce back after a not 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 great start. As Kevin Malone would say, Jim says plus ten thousand. If someone gives you 
plus 10 or 10,000 to one on anything, you take it. Uh, yeah, Kluber, Kluber's going for the Sox. That's right, Kluber. All right, let's get out of here, Connor. It's been yep. a post-game show. We're out of here. Peace We're out. We're out of here. Peace out. Hey, you all. Thank you for watching. I know we try to provide the most entertaining content that we can, uh, and we'd love to spread it to as many people as possible. So uh, I know it doesn't seem like a lot, but if you could take the five seconds to like this video and subscribe to the page, it helps out so much more than you know. Thank you, and let's go Bucks.